This is the Macmillan Library Podcast, a community conversation maker, bringing you curated conversations with Macmillan librarians, community members, authors, musicians, artists, and more. Welcome back to the Macmillan Conversation Maker Podcast. Today, we have a real treat on our hands. Local musician Galen Goodwill stopped by to talk to us about her music, creative process, and working at Family Natural Foods. Then, at the end of our conversation, she plays three songs for us, two on the ukulele and one on the guitar. She also broke down some news concerning her future plans. I really enjoyed our conversation, and I got a personal concert on top of it. It was fantastic. If you like what you hear, please stop by galen.com, or better yet, galen.bandcamp.com. If you visit Galen at her Bandcamp to purchase her music, she'll get the most support dollars back, rather than iTunes, which she is available on iTunes as well. Tell Galen you enjoyed the podcast and stop by Family Natural Foods for the health of it. And now, Galen Goodwill. Well, welcome back to the podcast. Today we have Galen Goodwill with us. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself, your music, what you do in here in Rapids? Sure, Colin. Thanks for having me here today. So uh, my name is Galen Goodwill. And I've been in Wisconsin Rapids with my husband for about eight years and a full-time musician off and on for 30 years, a long time. And uh, love living in Wisconsin Rapids, love writing music and being a part of this community and uh, been writing songs probably for about 15 years and have really enjoyed doing that. I didn't even think songwriting was a, a thing until one of my girlfriends who writes music told me, you can write your own music. You don't have to do other people's all the time. So so once she told me that, I'm like, okay. So I've been doing that for probably about 15 years now. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you get into this world of music? Well, since I remember, I've always loved to sing. To the point where, you know, you know your your siblings and your parents, like, that's enough, Galen. You don't have to sing to every commercial on the radio or on the television. But so I, music's always been a love of mine since I was, uh, since I was very young. But um, I got involved in music, you know, as a, as a performer right out of high school. And I started playing in different bands and jamming and learning how to play instruments through like open jams, like home jams, not just going out to uh, bars. But so, and it just has been very comfortable, comfortable for me to do. So I really, I really enjoy it. So you've been pursuing um, music as a career since, since right away. When did you know, like you'd want to actually pursue it as a career, not just like a hobby or something. Right. Well, it's been off and on for a lot of years, doing it as a as a profession and doing it as a hobby. But uh, I would say the last probably 15 years, I've been doing it not completely full-time. Uh, I did have, I, I've 
worked in the corporate world for a lot of years and uh, as a corporate trainer and human resources specialist and so I've done all I've done things in the corporate world but I uh, did leave my corporate job in Madison about 10 years ago to do music full time with my husband Mark on drums and we did music full time for almost 6 or 7 years and then uh, moved to a cranberry marsh here in Wisconsin Rapids, Cranmore to be exact. And so we still do music, but not full time anymore. But how much do you play? How many like shows do you play when you're doing full time versus now? And like, what kind of did you release uh, some albums? And yes, stuff? actually, I did. Um, I have three all together. But the first one was a long time ago that I've don't really I don't sell anymore but that was right when I was first starting uh, to do music but the last two have been in the last 10 years every little part was released 10 years ago which is the title of the album and lovers of wisdom was released in 2011 or 12 and um, anyway full-time uh, we have played up to 130 shows in a year so that's was it you. all in the area, or did you go across the United States? We travel mostly around the state of Wisconsin. I mean, when we were doing it full-time, uh, we would travel, you know, Green Bay, Door County, Appleton, Madison, Milwaukee, Trempolo, La Crosse, um, Green Lake, China, Oshkosh, Nina. Where is Trempolo? Trempolo is... Uh, on the border of uh, Wisconsin and um, uh, Minnesota, is that right? Yes, uh, right on the the Mississippi River. Yeah. Uh, so it's a little past La Crosse. It's between La Crosse and Winona. If that oh, makes sense. Oh, that's a beautiful area. It, it really is beautiful. We play at the historic Trempolo Hotel at least once or twice a year, and it's it's awesome. Nice. Are you working on anything new or? I do have some new. I have a single that I will probably do today that uh, is actually being mixed as we speak and uh, hope to release that song, hopefully by Christmas is what, we'll see how that goes. But uh, the name of that song is Precious People. And I am writing more songs. I just wrote a, a jingle for Family Natural Foods, which is a place that I work at. And uh, that was just fun to do because they're such a fun bunch and so we need to have a jingle for your store. <laughs> so, and I have a few other things that I'm writing and hopefully put together an EP by the end of next year. So, you know, five or six songs. That's awesome. Yeah, we should uh, tell people to stay tuned because you're going to be playing some music at the end of this podcast. So you won't want to miss that. Um, what is your creative process? Like how does a song evolve into something that you might record or play live? Well, that's a very good question. Um, I am inspired by people in humanity, and I'm inspired by the lessons that uh, to be learned, whether it's in my own world or as a community or as a social, as a society. And so a lot of times there's something that I want to say that's not always easy to say you know, like in a conversation, because it brings up, you know, people feel 
uncomfortable talking about things if they don't agree with you. And so I find that the best way to communicate how I feel about the world and people and life is to write a song. So sometimes I have a thought in my mind about something, and then then I start trying to put together a melody in my head. And it's not always one way or the other. I mean, it's, sometimes the melody comes first and then the words follow, but mostly it's an idea or a concept or a lesson that I want to share with the world. When I say world, I mean Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I have people in other parts of the world, but, you know, that's a handful. <laughs> and does the this creating just come upon you? Do you take a long, like you released your last album in 2011. Did you write anything in between that that you haven't released as an album? Or do you, like, build up these ideas and then sit down and work with no, them? I have it. This has probably been my longest stretch of lull. And I have... I do have some songs that I've written, but I did kind of go through a dry spell where uh, I wasn't writing music, and it seemed like uh, what was happening is because I wasn't writing music, I was feeling bad about that, and then it was harder for me to to get back into the creative process. But uh, but I feel in the last several months that that has been coming back. So yeah, it. I don't write. There are. I have so many great musician friends that are songwriters and they can write seven songs in a day, you know, or, and that seems like an exaggeration, but it is not. I know people that can do that. And, uh, uh, but that's not how I write them. I, you know, some, I, I have written a song in a day or in 15 minutes, but mostly it takes me between a week and a month and three years <laughs> it all depends. Like I have songs that have are half finished that I still want, you know, to finish, but they just the right thing hasn't come to me yet. It sounds like you have a good group of friends and musicians that are creative and that spur you on to do more things. Is there any uh particular collaboration that sticks out as something that you're really fond of? Yeah. It's a great question. Well, probably my favorite would be when uh, Mark and I were playing with a band called Voices of Eve out of Green Bay and um, Sarah Zacek and Tom Harder uh, and myself and Mark. Um, we, Mark and I were the rhythm section. I played bass and Mark played drums and Sarah and I wrote a lot of our own songs and so did Tom Harder. And we came together and had this really ex awesome connection with the music. And Sarah and I were really great at harmonies. And a lot of times she wrote songs and I wrote songs. We, we didn't really play on each other's songs. We just sang harmonies on each other's songs. But So the, the name of that band was Voices of Eve. And uh, sometimes I miss playing with them because it, really, it was really a wonderful, wonderful time. And, and another time that was when Mark and I were playing with uh, Eddie Danger, also known as Stanton West. And uh, Eddie was responsible for the Feel Good Festival. And uh, we played with Eddie and the Feel Good Tribe. And that was probably about 10 years ago or so. And that was really a very fun band that we played with as well. So. And you live in Wisconsin Rapids. Is there something particular about the 
area or anything that you find in the area that inspires you to create? Oh, that's great. Well, actually, to be technical, I live in Cranmore. Okay. And, uh, which is right outside of Wisconsin Rapids. Um, and, uh, it is just such a beautiful area. So I do find inspiration just from being out on, on the Cranberry Marsh and seeing the sunrise in the morning, seeing the birds and the eagles and the cranes and the swans and the, and the deer and the otters. So. <laughs> And the sunsets, too. So I find a lot of inspiration just from where I live, right in Cranmore. Uh, but also, I'm inspired by our community. And since Mark and I moved here about eight years ago, we've been involved with the Community Foundation. They've been trying to do great things in the area with the Tribune Building Project. And I guess I really like uh, their uh, the, I, I like the concept of being engaged in your community, and so I've been inspired by that as well. And there's a lot of really great musicians in, just in this town alone, and it's a very thriving uh, music community. And what I love about that is that we're all very supportive of each other and what we do in the community. So you don't see that everywhere, and so grateful to have that here. Yeah, since I've moved, I've heard a lot about being a great music uh, community. Mm -hmm. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. Uh, well, I think about, uh, well, there's some venues in the area, like Layla's Pub, uh, that, that holds music on uh, Sundays, I believe. And uh, what's fun about that is not just uh, the bands there, but the mu the other bands that aren't playing, they go and support and sort of the community. Uh, uh, but one of my favorite venues is Holly Rocks, and that's not too far from here. Uh, and they have, they've really become the premier music venue in the area, and they do music. They have an open jam on Monday night, so a lot of the community members come, music community members come together and play music together and there's been some great bands that have started actually uh from the monday night open jam uh including the blue monday uh jam open uh the blue monday band and i'm trying to think of some other bands but so but what's great is if oh and then the friends of rap is music uh page on facebook has probably been the best way the community has stayed together by posting your own events and uh, just seeing where other bands are playing. And so if you're not playing, you can go and support somebody else. And Connie Tomsky Fayville, she's the one that put that together. And I think it's well over 2,000 members right in here in this area. So it's definitely a thriving group in our, in our community. Nice. Yeah, it sounds very supportive. Yeah. Uh, what... What kind of advice would you give somebody in the area who is just starting out in music, maybe, and mm. doesn't know what kind of path to go on, doesn't know if they want to do it full-time, what kind of maybe creative advice or business advice would you give them? Wow. Well, I guess when I think of young adults that are just getting started or even old adults that are just getting started now that I think about it there's all there's a big range but 
uh, being connected. And I really think it's great for people to get involved in like open jams and you get to meet so many other people and you get to try your music out for the first time potentially and then potentially and connect with other people that might be wanting to do the same thing that you're doing. So I think that's a great way uh, to get started. And, uh, you know, there, I because I do music, not, not full-time right now, but almost full-time, I actually go out and I see other uh, artists that I like on, whether it be Reverb Nation or Facebook, and I see what venues that they're playing at that might be suitable for myself. And so I always suggest that to people as well. If you're wanting to get started, you don't know where to play, you just got to do a little investigating and do a little uh, research on, well, I like the sound of this person. I wonder where they play in the community. So I think that's a great yeah, way to do advice. it. that's great advice. And you mentioned earlier uh, during your songwriting process that there's some ideas that maybe are harder to talk about and you can put them in a song uh, what ultimately like what are you trying to get across in your music to people that's great thank you for asking that actually the message that i like to share in my music is that we're all here trying to figure it out and even though we might have different beliefs about whether it be religion or politics or um, healthcare or whatever it may be, Coke or Pepsi, you know, <laughs> aluminum or glass, <laughs> whatever, um, that, you know, there's, we, it's time to bridge the gaps instead of being so angry at each other all the time. So I, I'd say that's probably a, one of my most consistent messages in my music is, you know, loving people for who they are and not being so angry about people who have different beliefs than you do. And, so that'd probably be my primary uh, style or message that I write about. Excellent. And you also work at Family Natural Foods, is that yes, correct? Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. How, did, how did that come about? How long have you been there? Uh, I've been there about a year and a half. And that was after Mark and I moved to the marsh and we weren't doing music as much as we were before that I really was looking for some kind of outlet and uh and so I knew Katrina and Stephen through some other community endeavors that we've done in the in this area and uh we both sort of reached out to each other because they were looking for somebody as well but um it has been such a great place to work. I mean, when you think about family natural foods and being a health food store, it's healthy in more than just the, the food and the products that they have, but it's a real healthy environment and really grateful to them. And um, it's, it is like a family there. So it's a lot of fun. Nice. And you wrote them a, a jingle, you said? I did write them a little jingle. Yes, I did. It's called the family natural food song. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, uh, Mike Kittner had the uh, hook line, uh, the, uh, the the best line, which is stop in for the health of it. So I said, I'm definitely putting that in the song. But uh, so, and they're appreciative. It was a gift to them because they're so awesome. And are you, are you interested in 
natural foods and all that type of thing before you started working there? Yes, I was actually always on that path on the journey of well, you know, being healthy and and wellness. And uh, there is really so much to learn in that field, in the health, in the health food store. You know, to, about different vitamins and supplements and homeopathic remedies. And uh, I'd say that. And I've, I've learned so much, and I'm grateful for that. But I, in my own world, I've found I think the best way to be healthy is to eat really healthy food, and you know, organic and local. And Family Natural Foods actually is very good at providing local, organic, healthy foods. So grateful for that as well. So if somebody didn't know anything about the store, vitamins, natural foods the thing that you would suggest to first like because it can be a confusing cloud of information the first thing that you would suggest is to look into just local real foods well that's just my own personal that's my own i mean i when people come in you ask them you know you have to be true to what they're what they want as well i mean because uh for me to just say you don't need any of these vitamins or supplements, just <laughs> just eat some more lettuce. <laughs> you know, I don't think that would really go over very well. So, no. uh, and the truth is, is that the supplements and the vitamins are very necessary for people. You know, most most of us are magnesium deficient, or you know, it's the time of year when you'd want to start uh, uh, consuming more vitamin D. You know, because a lot of times this time of year, people. Uh, lack of sun makes them depressed and, you know, sluggish. So definitely when people come in, you want to ask them, you know, you ask them questions and kind of get a feel for what it is that they're looking for. But but what's great, there's a lot of great resources there uh, for people to read. And we give out a lot of free samples of things too. So it's not a, uh, we're not upselling or trying to, you know, meet a quota. We we really are interested in people being healthy. Do you have any favorite books uh, on the subject that you would recommend? Oh, well, there's a really, there's some great books there. Uh, there's a book called Nutritional Healing. I just re- I just bought a book from there called, from Dr. Bragg, the one that does the apple cider vinegar, Yeah, called... Uh, it's about fasting because I'm kind of intrigued by that whole concept that fasting actually is good for you. A lot of people think, no way, you know, by by 10 o'clock, I got to have something to eat, you know. But uh, so I'm reading that book right now and I find that to be fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> I just made yeah, that up. <laughs> there's a lot of benefits. I do intermittent fasting yeah. a good, good deal of the time. I think it's, uh, and I'm just learning about it too. So, you know, we have a lot of different things there for people, but resources, uh, more than just books, we have like little handouts for different things, whether it's high blood pressure or um, bronchial problems or aches and pains, inflammation. What's your favorite vegetable? Eggplant. Eggplant. Why mm. eggplant? Because it's almost like meat when you cook it right. If you slice it. If you cook it, it right, yeah. Yeah, you have to cook <laughs> it right. There's a process. Well, my grandfather was full-blooded Sicilian, so he always made eggplant parmesan, Ooh, yeah. and uh, so I inherited his secrets to awesome eggplant. But I don't eat it every day. Second would probably be carrots. I like to juice. 
I like to, you know, so carrots is a lot of times my base when I'm juicing. Carrots is one of mine. I put it in everything. Yeah. Carrots in pasta, carrots mm-hmm. in eggs. Mm-hmm. I put carrots in pancakes ah. like a couple months ago. And Interesting. It, to the shock of my wife. And it wasn't the best. <laughs> <laughs> Do you roast carrots ever? Because that's really good. So yeah. just roast them and then put them in yeah. your eggs. She'll love them. Actually, that would be great with pancakes, roasted carrot pancakes. Yeah, I sliced them and cooked them in a pan and then poured the pancake batter over them. Yeah. So it wasn't bad. It was just really weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Is there any, what's your favorite band to listen to? Like what would be your go-to album through the years, not current, just through the years? What rises to the top? Wow. This is, thank you. You know, I'm glad you're asking me these questions because I wasn't thinking about this, but uh, I haven't listened to her in a long time, but she's probably my first inspiration for writing music, and her name is Beth Nielsen Chapman, and she's a songwriter. I'm sure she lives in Nashville and writes a lot of songs for other people, but her the albums that I have of hers are her own and herself singing, but love her. And I I like Sarah Harmer. She's from Canada. She's a really great songwriter and wonderful voice. Uh, But I grew up, well, in my early adult life, listening to Emmylou Harris and Rodney Crowell. And that was when country was really awesome and hot, (laughs) you know, really great pickers and uh, uplifting music. And, you know, the country today is not my favorite, but the old country is great. But I will say that today some of my favorite uh, musicians are Rising Appalachia. They're a sister, two sisters, and they have some really great conscious music. And and I really love Naco and Medicine for the People. And uh, I actually love that name, Medicine for the People. And that's the kind of music that they share. It is medicine, you know, and if you think about medicine music in general it can be very healing for people no matter what kind of genre it is and you mentioned you're going to be trying to release a ep in the future uh do you have any other exciting things on the horizon or any goals for the future well yes um my husband and i are moving to montana whoa and um well, that's sad for us. Well, we'll be back someday, I promise. But, when are you uh, moving? Uh, right after the first of the year. And my mom lives there, and we uh, just made the decision to go and give her a little extra love and attention. And and so we will be doing music again full-time, and we're very excited about that, kind of opening up in a new area. And... Uh, it's onto fresh ears, so there's some there's some exciting things about that, and uh, definitely we've we love this community so much, and we definitely want to come back. Uh, but sometimes life calls you to do things that uh, are more important, and yeah. so we're we're really looking forward to going and spending time with my mom and giving her some companionship and be a part of her life. So we're going to be living in Livingston, Montana. Okay. And uh, I've so. never been there. I've been to Bozeman. Yeah, and that's close. There. Livingston and Bozeman are about okay. twenty some minutes from each other. So uh, it's right. Livingston is sort of where the mountains really start 
happening, you know, where you really start driving through the mountains. Um, but is it closer to Wyoming? Is it on the way to Yellowstone? Uh, that's a very good. That's exactly. Because maybe where I've it's been at. through Li- there. Yeah, then. Livingston is. Uh, Livingston is forty miles north of the Yellowstone entrance. So okay. So you would from you take the road to Livingston or road to Yellowstone from Livingston. I don't know what road what highway it is, but yeah. So I've probably been yeah. You probably through, been through, it, through at least on the viaduct to go to Livingston. Did were you in Bozeman for a long time? Or I worked in Yellowstone for a summer. Okay. So came in and out to you Bozeman a little bit, Bozeman. but you definitely went through Livingston then to get back to Bozeman. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it was fun. It's beautiful there, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. It will be, yeah, really beautiful. Yeah. So, but for anybody that's listening to this locally, we will be back. And we're we're very excited about uh, the future, but we're also excited to come back to this community that we, that we love and have made, have called home for the last eight years. All right. And... Why don't we? Why don't you tell us a little bit about these songs that you're gonna play for us? Okay. So the first song I want to do is called "Precious People," and that's the song that's actually uh, being mixed as we speak uh, by one of our friends, Mark Whitcomb from DNA Studios in Madison, and he was responsible for mixing and mastering and producing our last album, Lovers of Wisdom. So I'm going to do that song. And it's sort of a, it's a song about, well, I always, the way I set it up is thinking about being on a park bench with your son or your daughter, and they ask you, why is the world so messed up? And then that's how that song starts, so. It's easy to start, you just speak from the heart. 
So that's one. And then awesome. uh, the other song I'm going to do is called Obvious. It's track one off of the album Lovers of Wisdom. And that song is what I was talking about earlier about can't we all get along, basically. <laughs> so mm-hmm. even if we have different if, even yeah. if we have different views. That's not a way to live. 
obvious to you Ooh, we simply disagree on this different point of view And that's okay I'm gonna love you And then I thought I would do a little bit of the Family Natural Foods jingle. Family Natural Foods, your local health store. Vitamins, supplements, and so much more. Books and oil, soaps and shampoos, committed to the wellness in you. Stop in for the health of it at Family Natural Foods. We got local veggies, dairies, and meats. Lots of organic, healthy treats. Soups and salads lovingly made. Fresh bread on Tuesdays, locally baked. Family Natural Foods, your local health store. Who could ask for more? Monthly sales, free resources too Committed to the wellness in you Stop in for the health of it At Family Natural Foods Stop in for the health of it At Family Natural Foods Thanks for tuning into the podcast. We hope you use this information to strike up a local conversation. We believe in the power of community and story here at the library, and we have plenty of stories in book, ebook, CD, DVD, and magazine form. Check us out at macmillanlibrary.org to see upcoming events, including concerts, speakers, movies, and more. We also have free online classes through Gale Courses as well as a host of databases for your research needs. If you can't find what you're looking for, stop in at the information desk. The Macmillan Conversation Maker podcast can be found at macmillanlibrary.org backslash podcast. 